The Island Digest is a sampling of the stories in this week's Journal of the San Juans, Islands Sounder, and Islands Weekly, which are on newsstands now. The February 28th edition is brought to you by Orcas Center. I'm Caleb Summers. Headlines from the week of February 28th, 2024. A Space for Creativity to Run Wild. New Gallery and Art Classes in East Sound. The Wolverines' girls' basketball season ends after state game. San Juan County thanks County Manager Mike Thomas for 10 years of public service. Plus, choice excerpts from the San Juan County Sheriff's Log. First, from the Island's Sounder, A Space for Creativity to Run Wild, New Gallery and Art Classes in East Sound by Colleen Smith-Summers Gail Anderson Toombs is happiest with a paintbrush in her hand. Her new gallery and art class space in East Sound is spreading that love of creativity. Laughing Cat Designs Studio currently has 14 local artists and offers weekly community art sessions. I planned to open my own studio. I never expected this. People started coming in the first week asking me to show their work. This is a gallery for everyone and every single style of art. And their work is really selling, said Anderson Toombs. Located in the post office building, the gallery is open Tuesday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., it features Anderson Toombs's signature bright and joyful paintings, cards, calendars, and smocks, plus pottery, jewelry, woodworking, and more from island artists. Anderson Toombs says she doesn't remember a time that I wasn't drawing. A new box of crayons was my favorite thing as a little girl. She describes her art as fun, happy, and colorful— she works mostly in pen, ink, and colored pencil, but has been recently experimenting with acrylics, jewelry, keys, and watch parts. Her work will also be on display at the Orcus Library for the month of March. Anderson Toombs has lived on Orcus since 1998, with her husband Bob. After residing on a boat for the past decade, she was ready for more capacity to create. In addition to opening a retail storefront, she's been leading kids' art classes in the adjoining room. The community has donated furniture and supplies, and Olga Symphony has donated scholarships. Students ranging in age from 5 to 14 have eagerly jumped into creating a mural, making papier-mâché, and painting. Her adult offerings will begin next month. To sign up, email laughingcatdesigns at yahoo.com. The classes are structured but have a lot of room for imagination. I'm giving a space to play and paint, she said. I don't know what I'm going to paint until I get onto the canvas. From the Journal of the San Juan Islands, the Wolverines' girls' basketball season ends after state game by Maria Magana Navarro. The Lady Wolverines made it to state February 23rd, playing against the Tanasket Tigers. Although the Tigers came out ahead, 
It was a good run for the Wolverines. With the loss, the roller coaster ride of a season came to a close. The Lady Wolverines played against LeConnor on February 9th in a match that resulted in a loss for the Wolverines. Despite this, the Lady Wolverines made it into the offseason, where their efforts would be put to the test to qualify for state. On February 13th, the Lady Wolverines played the Auburn Adventist Falcons and won the match. Two days later, they matched against the LeConnor Braves, where they lost in a close game. As the tides would turn it, the girls played against the Auburn Adventist Falcons again and won. With two of three games being won, the girls acquired a ticket to state. I'm super excited that we made it to state. I don't remember the last time that the girls' varsity basketball team made it to state, so I'm super happy that we made it this year, commented McKenna Clark, a senior captain. According to Clark, the girls' teamwork dynamic and their unyielding support for one another contributed to their win against the Falcons and their overall opportunity to play in state. The Lady Wolverines headed off February 23rd to play their first state match against the Tenasket Tigers. We are playing a very good team, but I know we are up for the challenge. We tend to play better against better teams, so I'm excited to see how we do, Clark said. While the team fought hard, the final score was 77-13. From the Islands Weekly, San Juan County thanks County Manager Mike Thomas for 10 years of public service in the islands. San Juan County's manager, Mike Thomas, steps down this month after 10 years of public service in the islands. Thomas's leadership helped the county navigate the COVID-19 pandemic, yearly budget cycles, the implementation of the 32-hour work week, and much more. He oversaw the completion of notable projects, including the Prune Alley redesign, the Beaverton Valley Operations Center, emergency communications radio system financing, the Orcas Park and Ride, and the implementation of the Home Fund, among others. We are incredibly fortunate to have someone of Mike's experience and expertise at the helm of our organization for so long, said Councilmember Christine Minnie. His thoughtful leadership and wit will be missed. We wish him well in the next chapter. In total, Thomas has 30-plus years of experience as a municipal government professional. His policy, management, and organizational skills provided the foundation for his work as a city administrator of the City of Enumclaw and intergovernmental affairs advisor for King County. As our city administrator, Mike was instrumental in annexing the city of Enumclaw into both the King County Library System and King County Fire District No. 28, freeing up the city's general fund to deal with the lingering effects of the Great Recession, said Chris Searcy, a former city of Enumclaw College and current city administrator. His camaraderie has been missed this past decade, but I appreciate him leaving our organization better and stronger than he found it. Thomas was hired to San Juan County in June of 2013. 
He was drawn to the islands because of the natural beauty of the islands and the small-town charm. The council members of the time were looking for a team leader. Hiring Mike was one of the best things I was part of, said former council member Jamie Stevens. We were coming out of a recession and had a temporary county manager at the time. We were looking for someone who could reevaluate the budget and staffing needs, but most importantly, we needed a team builder. Upon his arrival, Thomas was handed a list of high-priority projects, dubbed the 30 Rock List, that served as a roadmap of what the council wanted done at that time. The list included such items as department reorganization, completion of the comp plan, and hiring staff. Mike was always there to listen, help the county achieve collected goals, and support council said former council member Rick Hughes. The county is in a much better place because of Mike's work, time, passion, and care for every citizen of San Juan County. In addition to the long list he was given, Thomas was instrumental in setting the county up for long-term success on legacy projects. He led the acquisition of the Argyle Lots property for an affordable housing project that will add much-needed inventory to the affordable housing supply. He participated in the updates of the Shoreline Master Program, the Comprehensive Plan, and the Personal Manual that set the stage for the next decade. Thomas also championed the idea of a public services center and led a multi-year effort to reimagine a civic campus to house a majority of county services in a single building that would serve residents for the next 150 years. I was fortunate to have had the opportunity to hire and work with really good staff, said Thomas. The management team composed of appointed and elected members is doing a great job of providing services to the community. Thomas worked hard to keep the budget balanced and led the county in a reduction in expenditures through departmental cuts during economic downturns, bond refunding to take advantage of favorable interest rates, levy renewals, a voluntary early retirement program, and by selling underutilized equipment, buildings, and land. A proponent of teamwork, Thomas implemented cross-department teams on capital projects and worked as a liaison for staff and the county council. Any success that a council member claims is in large part due to Mike's work, said Stevens. He has taken time to mentor or hold individuals accountable depending on what was needed and has acted as the honest broker for council. Thomas also represented San Juan County at the Washington County Administrators Association and the Washington County's Risk Pool, where he served as a board member, a member of the Executive Committee, the Secretary and or Treasurer, Vice President, and two terms as Board President, 2018-19, 2023-24. Mike's leadership, skills, calm and thoughtful demeanor, and being laser-focused on the pool's financial and organizational success were extremely valuable, said Derek Bryan, executive director of the Washington County's Risk Pool. More importantly, his focus on behalf of San Juan County to reduce risk, avoid claims and lawsuits, and in making sound operational decisions 
has saved the county, the pool, and the taxpayers an immeasurable amount of money. During his 30-plus year career in local government, Thomas held several other titles, including land use planner, budget analyst, regional policy analyst, and community development director. Here in San Juan County, he also assumed the role of mentor. Mike was more than a boss to me. He was a friend and mentor, said Mark Tompkins, the county's health and community services director and soon-to-be interim county manager. He took a chance when he promoted me to director in 2014 and provided steady leadership throughout his tenure. His patience and understanding were remarkable. He was forgiving of your mistakes and would support your plans to prevent them from recurring. I feel fortunate to have had the opportunity to work for and with Mike during the past ten years. Thomas's last day with the county was February 22, 2024. The search for a new county manager is underway. In the interim, San Juan County's Health and Community Services Director, Mark Tompkins, will serve as the county manager with Parks and Fair Director, Brandon Andrews, serving as the assistant county manager. And now, some brief selections from the San Juan County Sheriff's Log. Thankfully, this past week proved to be a nearly crime-free week. So please enjoy the following selections. On February 14th, on San Juan, a deputy responded to a report of a collision in a bank parking lot. No citations were issued, and a friendly exchange of information was facilitated. On February 16th, on San Juan, a deputy responded to a report of property damage. Law enforcement determined that no crime had occurred, the owner of one of the vehicles cordially agreed to compensate the other driver for a broken window due to gravel being thrown. On February 19th, a Lopez deputy responded to a sick animal call. On February 20th, a Lopez resident requested assistance with locating a missing cat. The cat had not been found at the time of the report. The Island Digest would like to appreciate the community in San Juan County for such a sparse and hatred-and-violence-free sheriff's log. May the rest of our year's log of sheriff's reports be equally cordial, friendly, and animal-loving. This concludes the February 28th edition of the Island Digest, this edition is brought to you by Orcus Center. Orcus Center is your place for fun and intrigue this winter with live concerts, performances, art openings, and more. To check out upcoming events and purchase tickets, visit orcuscenter.org. Thank you for listening to the Island Digest, a small sampling of what's in your local print newspapers this week. The Journal, Sounder, and Weekly rely upon advertising, subscriptions, and donations to support our mission of high-quality community journalism. To contribute, visit our websites or email publisher Colleen Smith-Summers at csmith at soundpublishing.com. 
Thank you for tuning in once again to the Island Digest. I hope you'll come back next week for more local news from San Juan County, Washington. I'm Caleb Summers.